0: all right everybody welcome back to another episode of unprepared uh, today we've got an awesome guest with a super crazy technology uh, so I'm super excited to kind of change it up and talk about the future of what's going on in e-commerce but uh, today we welcome to the show lakota from forma how are you doing today hey
1: everybody uh pleasure to be here yeah Lakota from forma um, doing well crazy time in the world so hopefully this can be kind of uh, a brief pause for positivity to show kind of what's to come
0: absolutely. so for for people that are are kind of unaware, like I was up until last week until you you reached out, uh, what is the technology that form is working on?
1: Yeah, so we have a computer vision technology that allows um, fashion brands and apparel brands to actually implement digital dressing rooms onto their e-commerce stores. Um, and what that is, that means is that basically, whether you want to upload a photo of yourself and see a clothing item on yourself, or maybe you want a more accurate model representation of your ethnicity, your body size, you're able to actually see garments and clothing on different pictures than you currently can see on site.
0: Cool. So uh, I was playing around with the demo on on the site. And... Um... I think I was actually I, it was on a Shopify store is the one I ended up playing around with, but you could use some of the examples that were like pre-uploaded, but then you could upload your own photo, and I thought that was really cool. Um, but it still takes it it still takes not long at all; it just takes a few seconds to like kind of render it over there. Uh, is the goal to kind of go towards like augmented reality?
1: So yeah, so our founder, um, our, both our founders, our CTO and our CEO are from kind of the gaming space. And so if you can think of Fortnite, any type of video game, you can kind of really create your own character, right? But it doesn't necessarily really look exactly like you. So the ultimate goal, whether it's two years, 10 years from now, is to kind of have your own photorealistic avatar that you can kind of take with you into different uh, digital spaces. And so as of right now, Naturally, the best fit is kind of fashion and e-commerce, right? Um, It's very straightforward. We have not yet dove into the 360 view. Um, We're working on it and that takes a lot of different physics and components. But naturally, that's kind of where um, the trajectory of where our founders want to take it is that you're able to take a digital photo representation of yourself into any space where you need it.
0: Awesome. So. Obviously this technology is just wild uh, you, you know being able to see a, a t-shirt or you know a, a jean uh, photo realistically kind of edited on yourself I don't know if it's does it help much with fit or just kind of seeing what you might look like in that garment?
1: Yeah, so we're completely visual uh, we don't we don't kind of um, say or parade out there that we solve any fit. Um, it's a lot of questions I think merchants and brands do have. Um, We have a partner in the space, Bold Metrics, who actually does fit. Um, So it's kind of a nice one-two punch there. Excuse me. But yeah, we're purely visual. Um, We're really about uh, confidence in fashion. And I think with Forma on a website or the ability to try clothing on, you're able to more easily scope and check out different items than you might not previously have looked at, right? You can kind of privately try on items from your home, um, maybe test out different styles that you maybe wouldn't really look at maybe even in person too in a fitting room. Um, so yeah, we don't really solve fit, but it's a lot more of the appealing the visual aspect.
0: All right and then so um, other than like I mean I, I played around with like a, a demo on a Shopify store. Are there any uh, larger brands out there that are using this technology yet, e- even if it's not even your technology, just similar similar technology so people can like see it in the wild?
1: yeah so we one of our bigger brands and kind of more of um, time right now right is with Bridal um, because a lot of those have taken a hit with coronavirus and so on and so forth. So we have a couple big brands in there, Birdie Gray um, out of Los Angeles, Umsala in New York. And so I can also share with you a list if you want to share with um, um your yeah, subscribers I'll, I'll, or I'll put
0: those I'll put those in the show notes yeah, that'd be fantastic. Cool.
1: yeah so there's a bunch that do that. We actually originally we're, we're mainly in iOS product app. I'm not sure if you know that as well. And so we are a social app that you download on your iPhone and basically it's a marketplace of different clothing, it's different studios. And so that was our original product that we built. And because of our iOS product, we had brands clothing inside our app and then users in our app would shop those clothing, leave our app and go to the e-commerce store. And now these brands are wanting more and more access to digital try-ons on their site. And so that's kind of the natural trajectory from our app to the e-commerce store. So it's kind of it's a different business process for us that I think here in 2020 is something we're taking a little bit more seriously.
0: Gotcha. So there is an app in the Shopify ecosystem, but I'm assuming to make it work it's a bit of a custom bag for every specific client
1: Yeah, so the natural Shopify plugin is is relatively pretty easy, right? Like any Shopify plugin probably takes 5 minutes or less to implement, no engineering required. Um the difference really is this type of the garments and SKUs that a store has, right? One store could have 10,000 SKUs, one could have 20. Um and you can kind of think of our engine ingesting their product images and then about 95% of those images are ready for try-onable. Um, to be trionable is what we call it right away. But then we have a post-production team, a graphic team that will go in and enhance the image. Um, one thing that we really can't control on former side is when a user submits their photo, right? So it could be poor lighting, they could be in a different awkward pose. And so the post-production team is what really tries to make those images high quality. Um, so it mitigates the risk of a poor user uploaded photo.
0: Yeah. So uh, that was a great... had a question about that. So how do you create these so you i guess you're not creating 3D models or anything you're using the photos that are already on the website so are you sourcing kind of just like the typical flats like on white or using that in combination with like on figure and i guess a follow up question would be like what is a good amount of photos to have of a garment to like kind of see more success in this space
1: yeah so um, probably as we both know, like shooting professional product photos is expensive. Hiring models is expensive, but we do know that uh, obviously it has proven results. Right. And so we're able to kind of get more out of that for our merchants and our brands. And so what happens is generally a typical a pose, right? Hands down by the side, standing straight on where we can kind of see the whole outfit and the way it hangs on a body, um, is generally the best product photo that we use. Um, and so. What happens is when a user uploads that photo, you can kind of think of this rendering in a three-dimensional plane. We're able to separate the clothing from that model's body and then transmit it to the user submitted photo or like the automatic uh, populated avatars that we have that you've seen um, to fit. And so there's not necessarily a perfect way to show the garment, I don't think, or like the look and feel. Um, as of right now, if you were turned to the side, our engine technically has to guess Um, the component of what is hiding behind a shadow, Um, but for a user submitted photo, generally we recommend users to upload form-fitting clothing or t-shirt and shorts, right? So you can think if a a user submitted a photo wearing ski pants and a ski jacket, we can't really properly identify where their arms are, their, their true skin color, and so our engine will have to ultimately guess at that component. So we try to mitigate that risk by user education a lot. And what we find actually is that users will generally... Or users, excuse me, shoppers too on brands will try to upload their photo of the best of their knowledge too because they obviously want the items to look good as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting for us. We're pretty young. So I think we learn a lot from working with bigger brands and then also with the way users interact with the experience.
0: I got one last question for you. Uh, And it's gonna be a hard one we got about two minutes left here is uh what kind of investment are people looking like looking at to kind of implement some technology like this
1: yeah so shopify relatively pretty easy right it's a natural plug and play it's free to install and if you don't want any type of service from us um, we can relatively produce two to three items per week for you for free Um, we find that stores do actually want to invest in the technology and whether it is to customize their own button to fit their aesthetic on their site, fit the design of their site, we're able to do that on our end. Um, otherwise, if they have an in-house agency or they have their own developers, they can do that themselves through CSS. Um, naturally, the biggest price point, I think, is how much a brand turns over their clothing, whether it's seasonal, it's four times a year, um, and SKU production. And so relatively, it's pretty cheap and pretty scalable. Um, you can kind of use it as a rule of thumb. It's $10 a SKU. Um, But obviously, as you go into bigger numbers, that number comes a lot um, down. Generally, a subscription package, um, a lot of our work is up front, right, naturally getting all the SKUs ready. Um, And once they're deployed, uh, really, it's just hosting the server, it's updates, it's kind of um, production quality, um, and then working simultaneously with the brands. So it's relatively non expensive endeavor for the type of product you're getting back out of it.
0: Awesome. And quickly, if people are curious and they want to get a hold of you and learn more, where do they go?
1: Yeah. Feel free to check out our website, formatech.com or shoot me an email, Lakota, L-I-C-H-O-T-A, at formatech.com. And uh, I'd be happy to chat and see if there's any way we can kind of help you out that. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem, Chase. Thank you so much.
0: Unprepared is not scripted or edited. When I screw up, it's going live. That might work for this show, but that is no way to run a business. Our partner and sponsor Rewind can protect your Shopify store with automated backups and quick and easy recovery. Rewind should be the first app you install on your project to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your own magic undo button. Trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like Reebok, Gatorade, or Movement Watches. Best of all, you can respond to any of their welcome emails and just mention unprepared this show and get your first month absolutely free.